Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Feedbacks and Insights, share number 91. Today we're going to talk about the importance of knowing your own blind spots. And, uh, you know, when you have two people discussing things and they disagree, it's okay to disagree with each other. It's a fine to say, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, I'm entitled to mine, and then you move on. And there's no reason to harp on every difference of opinion that you have with another person. But when that other person is a real true best friend or a husband or wife, when you're married and you love them, and the very nature of that relationship has this capacity of a great influence positively, one on the other, an investment into each other's lives, uh, then it's important to consider your own blind spots. Now, we all have blind spots, and we need other people's feedback, objective feedback, to see our blind spots. Cars have blind spot detectors these days. Either a light flashes uh, when someone's on a, in a blind spot by the mirror or it beeps. Uh, human beings don't have that. And uh, some of us could train ourselves to look, you know, to really analyze ourselves well and spot our own blind spots. That's really what, um, you know, in Mesilis Yisharim, it talks about you know, that you have to look into your deeds. The truth is, what the Mesilis Yisharim is talking about is indeed learning to work on yourself to open up and reveal those blind spots. But very often we're blind to that. So the first step is, is to actually understand that you do have a blind spot and that you may need help uncovering it and you may need help to deal with it. Part of understanding that you have a blind spot acquires a certain amount of acceptance and humility to be aware that you are a flawed human being, like all human beings are flawed. And especially in marriage, you need to realize that there's a lot of things as a husband or as a wife that I have blind spots with in my relationship, in the way I treat my husband and wife, in my opinions or my convictions sometimes. And that recognition of that blind spot helps us grow in our relationship. We sometimes need to ask opinion, honest, objective opinion from good people around us. You may start with best friends, true friends. Uh, They're more gentle, you know, when they talk to you about your flaws, and it'll be easier to accept them. But even with other people, um, you know, to even ask them or to see, like, what type, what do you see a flaw in me that I may not see myself and something that I have to watch and something that I have to catch myself on? The truth is, is the blind spots, people look at blind spots that they're not, they don't recognize their flaws. People have blind spots and not recognizing their mindless, their good qualities either. For example, when you're very down on yourself, you need to ask a friend in those moments to notice things about you, the good points about you. Um, so that you, because th- very often with people with low self-esteem or very, very self-critical, they are totally unaware of their own good qualities. So the, both sides of this is true. On one hand, we have blind spots, the flaws that we have to, as unpleasant as it may feel, reveal them or ask help to be, for it to be revealed. And then there is the blind spots of goodness. Goodness also is a blind spot when you hide it, when you don't see it. Just like there's a blind spot for negative things, And for flaws, there's a blind spot for virtues and good things. 
You need to know your strengths, just like you need to know your weaknesses. It's a tremendous, tremendous side. You need to know that. You need to know also what's difficult for you and be honest about that and what's easy to, uh, uh, for you. And in a weird way, when you um, have blind spots on your on your mindless, on your good points, that also holds you back from seeing, be able to see your flaws. It goes hand in hand with each other. As a side, just to mention, interesting that you know the Rapam once said, Rapam said something very unusual. At the time, I, I found it very surprising. He said that most of the world says, and Svarim seemed to bring this down in many places, that how do you know why you came down in this world? Or what is your main mission in, your, in this life? Or what really do you, how you came down, that you came down to correct? As Darizal pretty much taught us that we're all here for self-correction on, on previous things. So um, most Svarim say that the the aspect that's the most difficult for you to do, that you struggle with the most, that is your tafkid. That is your tafkid in order to overcome that and to elevate that. person has trouble uh, with with jealousy, that's his tafkid. The person has trouble with uh, uh, lust, that's his his tafkid. The person has... uh, um, you know, uh, and the science, the with 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 uh, COVID, that's his his main main nakuda. What he has to work on the most. What's the most hardest for you? Meaning that it's a challenge. That is what you're here for, and it's very a lot of truth to that. But Rapam once said that Hashem doesn't expect uh, you to do you know unrealistic expectations. So he said he said it more than once. I remember he said that Adaraba. Your main tafkin in life is to do what's easy for you. What's what's your tunas hanefesh? What you aspire? What you have mindless on? And 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 develop those and have them grow. That's your main tafkin. Not necessarily what's the hardest thing for you to do, but actually the thing that is easiest and the more that you desire to do. Similar to what we say, like mashali by chafetz and his learning, what his heart heart desires in learning. That's where his netiyah of learning should be. The truth is, after giving this a lot of thought, it seems that it's really not a contradiction. It seems like opposite points, but it's really two sides of the same coin. The way you do this is, is then when you reveal those blind spots of those mindless that you may have not seen, those good points, the things that are good in you, those good midas, that gives you, you tap into that, and that gives you the ability and the kaychais, it gives you the, the opportunity and the ability to correct those flaws that are hard for you to correct. So ironically, they're both true. You're using something that's easy for you, where the Yetzirah Toiv is working very well, where you have a good midah in a real positive way, and you utilize that weapon, that kayach, to overcome the things that are difficult for you. That's one clear way to answer that stira. And it's important to create a diverse group of friends. Now, some people will say, I have my manig, or my rav, or a coach that I trust, to talk about these blind spots, then kalakavo, then do that. But very often, if someone has a diverse group of friends from all types of yidin, from all backgrounds, um, you know, if you're Litvish and you have Hasidish friends and Svardish friends and, and, and vice versa, and, and you learn a lot from each other, the nekudais of each other, and you do get a tremendous amount of a wealth of information 
by just by just learning from those different cultures in Eden, Elu Elu. And and they sometimes could see you with a fresh pair of eyes and see those blind spots that you don't see, both the Milas and the Chesreinis. And that's really what Achtas actually does. If there's an Achtas and a Hava that you genuinely love and care for one another, even if they may be very different from you, then there's a way where you connect to a point where you're able to listen to that feedback that may sometimes be positive, may sometimes be negative, and it's Kedai to do. Another thing about listening to feedback, and this is a hard one to accept, but you need to really, it's important to listen to feedback from people who gave it to you, even casually, or even if you did not ask for it, and sometimes even in cruelly. They were being cruel to you. So in other words, you have that when, they, when they're cruel and they say something rough and not nice about you in front of you, and they tell you basically what they think of you. Now, on one hand, you have to be very careful to learn not to be crushed, not to be uh, either ang- too angered or be crushed, because his opinion of you really is not what makes or breaks you. It's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu thinks of you, and that's the key. What a person, he could be mean as, as mean as can be, um, but he has no power over you, and it shouldn't crush you. But at the very same time, even if he said it in a very mean way, something to you, and it's the easiest thing to say, this person's full of baloney, and you get defensive. But sometimes, maybe Bishas Maisa, as he's saying it, it's hard, but maybe later you give it a little thought. You say, he was nasty. He shouldn't have said what he said. And he has no tact, and he has no consideration for saying, for being that cruel or being that blunt. But at the same time, after thinking of it, you realize that there's a certain Nakuda of MS that's in there. And that takes much more kaychais. Um, it takes more maturity to go beyond that cruelty of someone said it was very insensitive to you and pick out that valid point that they said that is true and say, you know, I may not like the messenger. And the messenger delivered the message in a very wrong and hurtful way. But the message has some validity to it. And that happens a lot in life also. It's important also, therapy, again, if you do the right research and get the right people, sometimes a friend is won't work, and it's a sign of intelligence to want to get help. And um, and because pe- people that are trained in these things and know the tools and the way to help you, they can help you. So for the rest of the share here, what we're going to do here is give an example of a blind spot in a particular media, which we're going to call passive aggressiveness. That is an unusual media, and the reason I picked that media is because that passive aggressiveness is a very typical media, I think, that has the most where it's, it's a blind spot for people. What is that exactly? It's when you're nice on the outside, but inside you're fuming or you're angry or you're upset, but you're not comfortable expressing that anger. So instead, you project your anger on things or doing things um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so that is a mida that very often people don't even realize it until they're pointed out that way. And as they don't intentionally think they're doing this, but that's exactly what they're doing. Um, so, for example, you are, have a difficulty being direct or you procrastinate or um, you're very vague, 
Okay, you're very vague uh, in expressing things. Uh, when you're really upset about something and it's important to just take, bring it out in a respectful way and instead you just like sort of in a vague way hint a sarcastic remark here and there and they can't figure, you, figure out what's going on. Or you may punish your husband or wife indirectly, uh, never showing anger but you're seething inside or you're denying it um, and you project that blame um, and, um, or sometimes you play victim you know, all these types of shtick that passive-aggressive people do, which, again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about maybe in a separate shear. But that's a very important blind spot to be aware of. Um, you know, the, putting a guilt trip on the other one, uh, withholding something important from the, the other person. And, um, you know, all, all that things are, 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 are typical things of, Amidas of passive aggressiveness that um, that um, people have a blind spot about. So, well, what's very important, and just going to end off in this particular mode, is to understand that nakuda of what we just said, that the blind spot works both ways. It hides your flaws, but it could also hide your milus. It can hide your good points. And part of, for example, tshuva, anytime you want to do tshuva or self-correct something, yafashrish v'maisav, yamashrish v'maisav. So the Masilzi Sharm stresses more on finding, you know, the bad or the negative in your deeds that you did wrong. And he says, even, for example, in the good deeds that you do, maybe there's something mixed in there that shouldn't have been. And there was, you know, so that that is an Indian of, introspection of developing and finding your blind spots for flaws. But at the same time, you need to find the mindless because what happens is, is with tshuva especially, there's something called mariris where you notice that flaw and you get upset about it and you um, feel, uh, you know, and, but, but the problem is with that is that you need to use that negative feelings that you have or being upset about that flaw to propel you to want to change. Not that it should crush you and help you and cause you to fall further down. So that's a very, very important yesoid. So, for example, the son of the Balatanya, he had wrote a sefer called Shari Tshuva, and he talked a lot over there in the Agdama, in the introduction already, that you need both sides of it. On one hand, for Tshuva, you need a broken spirit, a Ruach Nishbara, but at the same time, you need a Ivduas Hashem Besimcha. You need them both. And they seem like both opposites, one from another. But the key is that when you have that joy in your heart and in your mind, for example, when you're davening, de Zimra or Kriyashma, right? And it's in commensurate with whatever sadness or bitterness you had when you're trying to repent which it says every time before you daven, you're supposed to do tshuva, they're connected to each other, and they're mamish one. They're mamish, mamish one. And um, it's not possible one without the other. So you need to discover those blind spots, but not in a one-way street. You need to find it in both ways. You need to find, number one, yes, those flaws that you have that you need to correct, but at the very same time, you need to find your good points. 
And he says, he warns, it's fascinating that some people focus on the not, they're, they're lenient with their own shuva. They don't think about themselves much. They don't have introspection that much. They don't think about their mice of what they're doing, you know, and, and, and their, the way they're going. And that, of course, is not the right path. You really need to make a cheshman nefesh. You need to make a cheshman nefesh even every day, and then every year of Shabbos, and every year of Rish Chodesh, and then and so on and so forth. But then there are opposite people who are myrich in this concept of tshuva to the extent that it diminishes their inner joy and closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the joy of experiencing that. The, that. The gamzeh hevel ruas ruach, he says. That's also a negative thing. Because the light of life only comes with joy and an inner pleasure. So again, just to summarize this year, spoke mostly about the importance of looking for your blind spots and asking for your blind spots. And again, especially with husbands and wives, to 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 um, not to get the, the first reaction when we hear from our spouse something that you don't want to hear is defensiveness. And what we do, it's, it's okay to feel it. We're human beings. We may feel somewhat defensive, but we have to take a pause and do our best to hold off judgment and hold off reaction and wait a minute, listen to what my husband is saying, listen to what my wife is saying. Now, sometimes they will be upset, but then goes to the same Nakuda. They may be upset, so they should have worded it in a more menschlicher way. Okay, that's a separate subject that could be discussed, but it doesn't mean that the point is wrong. The point may have a teichen to it. Sometimes someone's very upset, you'll say things in an exaggerated way, and it's it's really not reality. So obviously in the case we talked about, when someone was cruel and is a cruel person, or likes to antagonize you, they may say things that are totally false, false about you. And then you have the, the courage to say, that what you're saying, this, this is not true about me. But at the same time, there are certain things that, that, that are true, and that helps you. And so the Nakuda of finding your blind spot, asking people about it, not being defensive about it, and finding them by the blind spots, both the the chesreinus that are hidden from you, your weaknesses, and both the milus, they're both equally important to find. Kaddish Baruch you could ask Kaddish Baruch to help you find it, and to work on it, and Kaddish Baruch help you all to be able to do this with a certain inner menuchas hanefesh, with a joy, not chalila to get down from it, not chalila to get crushed by it, but Adarabah, just to use that information, okay, I have a blind spot. There's something that I, I have a habit that is negative that I'm going to correct going forward. But I'm a good human being, and I'm going to work on myself, and I'm going to use my mindless to overcome my chesreinus. Brocha and